boys and girls. Welcome to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. This is Coach Phil Houston coming to you today. Um, today's topic is going to be uh, one that's kind of near and dear to my heart uh, in a lot of ways. But before we get started, just some quick housekeeping. If you're listening to us on iTunes, drop us a five-star rating. Let people know some value here. If you have questions, don't, don't be afraid to reach out to me. You can do, do so through the podcast at anchor, anchor.fm or to me directly on my, uh, my website, coachphilhouston.com. Spell the last name right, H-U-E-S-T-O-N. Uh, or on Instagram, at Coach Phil Houston. Again, spell the last name right, H-U-E-S-T-O-N. Now, on to today's topic, um, nine science-based reasons to drink coffee. If you know me, you know that I love coffee. I'm, I'm kind of a Starbucks guy, uh, but I like a lot of different kind of coffee. I've been to a lot of great coffee shops across this country, uh, and I really do. I, 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 I have a confession to make. I love coffee. That's all there is to it. When my alarm goes off in the morning, I don't smell that wafting joy of auto-brewing coffee in the, morning, in the kitchen. It's just some glory missing from that morning. You know what I mean? There's something about that aroma that says it's going to be a good day. You're going to be able to get it started the right way. Uh, interestingly enough, people have been having similar reactions to coffee for a really long time. Coffee consumption dates back as far as the 12th century, if the legend is to be believed. According to stories, there was this Moroccan Sufi mystic called Abu al-Hassan al-Shadili, who observed some birds eating coffee berries. He noticed that they had a lot of energy, unusual levels of energy and vitality, so Al-Shadili ate the berries himself and experienced the same boost of energy, or so the story goes. Um, we know that, th that coffee drinking goes back to the 15th century when many monks began the practice of drinking it. They believed it helped them gain concentration and a kind of spiritual intoxication when they drank it and chanted the name of God. Um, also, in, in, the, in uh, South America, um, people living up in the Andes Mountains noted goats eating coffee berries and, and getting very energetic, so they realized that... Uh, that it must be a good, good thing for the goats and a good thing for them. Um, so they tried it for themselves. Uh, from there, uh, coffee consumption spread throughout the Middle East, throughout the, Balk the Balkans, into Europe and beyond. Coffee was introduced to the East Indies by Dutch settlers, with Central and South American societies taking up its production and consumption shortly thereafter. While I won't pretend to vouch for the mystic qualities of coffee, I can give you nine science-based reasons to drink it. So let's just start there. It, number one is it's delicious and nutritious. Ch coffee is chock full of nutrients, especially antioxidants. Just one cup of brewed coffee contains 2% of your RDI, the refer reference daily intake, of magnesium and niacin, B3, vitamin B3, 3% of your potassium and magnesium RDI, and 6% of your vitamin B5, pantothenic acid RDI, and a whopping 11% of your riboflavin, which is vitamin B2. Um, when it comes to antioxidants, which are important for reducing inflammation and keeping your body looking and feeling young, coffee is a powerhouse. Studies have shown the cardiovascular benefits of polyphenols and other components of brewed coffee, including positive effect on LDL, which is your bad cholesterol. Coffee is also a contributor to vitamin C and E in many Western diets. Um, in fact, it's likely that for too many people, coffee contributes more vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants in the diet than fruits and vegetables. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it seems to be, seems to be a reality. Number two, coffee perform, improves performance. Planning on putting in a tough workout, need to knock out a lot of yard work in a short period of time, you may want to drown a cup of coffee or two. Uh, studies have shown that caffeine can ramp up physical performance by as much as 10 to 15%, um, to 10, sorry, 10 to 12%. Caffeine also drives up ep epinephrine or adrenaline levels in the blood. Adrenaline is the hormone that's released when you're under stress and need to engage in intense physical exertion or exercise. It's also one of the things, adrenaline is also one of the things that gets released at the beginning of a hard workout session that gets you pumped up and gets you going through it. Caffeine is a central nervous system stimulant that signals the body to break down your own body fat into free fatty acids. Those free fatty acids then are available for fuel or exercise 
or physical activity, and thanks in part to your tasty java. Number three, coffee boosts energy and makes you smarter. It'll also make you better looking and richer too. All right, those last two things aren't really true, but the first part sure is. The caffeine in coffee helps block adenosine in your brain. By blocking this inhibitory neurotransmitter, higher levels of the excitatory neurotransmitters result. So dopamine and norepinephrine flow more freely, leading to enhanced firing of your neurons. So your brain wiring gets pumping, gets fired up, and you get more energy flowing through your brain at a faster pace. There's a significant amount of well-publicized research showing that coffee improves brain functions like reaction times, memory, mood, recall of facts and ideas, alertness, and energy levels. Caffeine's energy-boosting function is a result of both the stimulant effect of, of, of the, and the improvement of fuel availability, excuse me, both the stimulant effect and the improvement of fuel availability, mainly the free fatty acids released after caffeine consumption. <clears throat> Number four, coffee helps burn fat. There are hundreds of supplements on the market that claim to be fat-burning aids. Among them, they contain thousands of different, often exotic-sounding ingredients. But of all the weird berries, odd fungi, and other futuristic-sounding com uh, compounds supplement makers come up with, one tried-and-true, tired-and-true ingredient is the real deal, caffeine. That's because unlike so many other ingredients, caffeine is one of the rare natural substances that is actually proven to assist your fat-burning efforts. Studies have indicated that obese people can experience a 10% increase in fat-burning with caffeine, and lean folks do it even better they can accept, expect up to a 29% better fat burning with caffeine. Studies have also shown that caffeine uh, boosts overall uh, metabolic rates by up to 11%. So there we go. Those first four out of nine science-based reasons to drink coffee. I'm going to give you the other five science-based reasons to drink coffee in just a minute. But first, hang in there for a quick word from the infatuation, our sponsor. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. Getting on with our, our topic today, nine science-based reasons to drink coffee. I'm going to jump right in. So far, we covered four. We're going to jump right into number five right now. Coffee may extend your lifespan. According to research, coffee drinkers have a lower risk of death, which of course begs the question, how much coffee do I need to drink to live forever? That's what I really want to know. I'd love to know that. But let's get back to the real topic. Coffee seems to have a positive impact on the immune system, lowering your risk for certain diseases. More on that in just a moment. It seems to make sense then that coffee drinkers would have longer lives, but assumptions are for losers, so let's look at the science. Some very large studies have attributed a 20% reduction in the risk of death for men and a 26% reduction for women to the habit of drinking coffee. That's a remarkable improvement in lifespan potential for a passive lifestyle habit. People with type 2 diabetes get an even bigger boost. A 20-year study attributed a 30% lower risk of death to type 2 diabetics who drink coffee over those who don't. Number six, coffee may defend against type 2 diabetes. We just talked a little bit about this, but we'll go deeper now. With 30 million diabetics in the U.S. and 90 to 95% of them being type 2, coffee may be part of the answer. While the mechanism for reducing type 2 diabetes risk is uncertain, the evidence isn't. A review of 18 studies totaling over 40 or 450,000 people, that's 450,000 people, kids, indicated that each daily cup of joe may reduce type 2 diabetes risk by 7%. So in theory, if you were to drink 12 cups a day, you'd never get type 2 diabetes, or you'd live forever if you had it. Um, that can't be true, but okay. Studies have shown that serious coffee drinkers have reductions in the risk of acquiring type 2 diabetes of 23 to 50%, with one study indicating reductions as high as 67%. So if you don't have type 2 diabetes now, and, you're drink and you drink coffee, you may have a 67% reduced risk of ever getting type 2 diabetes just by drinking something that's really delicious and yummy. 
Coffee, number seven, coffee may reduce the risk of Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's disease. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's are the number one and two neurodegenerative diseases known to mankind. Neither has a cure, at least as of this podcast. However, we know there are things you can do to mitigate the risk relative to these tragic illnesses. Exercise and good nutrition are tops on the list. Coffee may help with all of these. With Parkinson's, the benefit of consuming caffeine, decap, just won't cut it, by the way, seems to relate to the dopamine generation structures in the brain. The disease is caused by the early death of dopamine generating cells in the brain. Caffeine stimulates these cells. So it makes sense then, if you're coming around on it, that if you stimulate dopamine generating cells in the brain, you keep dopamine flowing, you reduce your, you reduce your risk of Parkinson's. Studies have shown a reduction in Parkinson's risk among coffee drinkers of 32 to 60%. With regard to Alzheimer's, coffee drinkers also get a boost over those who don't consume caffeine. Studies have shown up to a 65% reduction in the risk of Alzheimer's for coffee drinkers. Number eight, coffee beats depression. Coffee has an antidepressant quality. It also just might just make you happy. Depression has become a significant health problem in America, both from the perspective of quality of life and of cost. It's estimated that nearly 5% of the U.S. population may meet the standards for being clinically depressed. Coffee might be the answer. In a study of over 200,000 people, it was determined that those who drink four or more cups a day were 53% less likely to take their own lives. Granted, this is kind of a roundabout definition of depression. Not everyone who's depressed, even clinically depressed, is a, is a suicide risk, but the two things are linked. And they may not be linked particularly well by science, but they are linked by science, and the evidence is coming in more and more every day. In 2011, the folks at Harvard published a study that showed that women who drank four more cups a day of coffee a day had a 20% lower risk of falling into depression. So coffee is good for your depression, guys. <clears throat> Number nine, last and not least, coffee might protect your liver. This might be really good news to a lot of people, and you know who you are, and I know who I am. If you enjoy, if you enjoy an adult beverage now and again, coffee might help protect that liver of yours. But seriously, the liver is an essential organ with a myriad of functions. It can also be attacked by a number of diseases, including fatty, fatty liver disease and hepatitis. While many people laughingly regard cirrhosis as a drinker's disease, it can be spurred by other diseases of the liver. But coffee may help stave it off. Studies have shown that those who drink four or more cups a day have an up to 80% lower risk of developing cirrhosis. And this included alcoholic cirrhosis. So those who like a cocktail now and again, as I mentioned earlier, you may want to include coffee in your plans too. So that's your nine, nine science-based reasons to drink coffee. I've always enjoyed a good cup of coffee. And now there's science-based reasons for me to enjoy it too. So let's brew up the job and brew up some better brain power, health, and performance, among other things. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You know how to reach me. Instagram, Coach Phil Houston. Spell the last name right, H-U-E-S-T-O-N. At the website, CoachPhilHouston.com. And on Twitter, at Phil Houston. And always through the, through the podcast website at anchor.fm. Anchor Thanks for listening today. Keep the faith. And as always, keep after it.